Welcome to A Life Designed. My name is Tina Heisman. I teach busy moms how to get everything done and still have time and energy for themselves. My passion is for helping women create more heart-to-heart connection with their husband and their children so they can feel deeply fulfilled in those most important relationships. The topic of today's podcast is how to go from surviving to thriving. But before we jump in, I want to let you know that I have a free download called The Ultimate Guide to Guilt-Free Self-Care. I'm really proud of this guide. It's a guide to help you take care of yourself in mind, body, and spirit so you can feel like your best self every day. It's really thorough, but also very simple. And also, this goes perfectly with the theme that we're talking about today. So visit my website, tinaheisman.com, to download it. And also, in case you don't know, I have a free private group on Facebook where you can come to get inspiration for your life. It's called A Life Designed, and it's actually a happy place on Facebook. So I hope you'll join us in there. Okay, so let's dive in and talk about how to go from surviving to thriving. And I thought we'd start with a couple of questions today. Do you love your life? Are you living your best life? Do you wake up in the morning excited for the day or are you filled with dread or are you numb? Are you thriving in your days or are you just surviving your days? Are you just getting through your days? So would you say you're just living your best life or maybe feeling a bit inspired as a mother and a wife? That sounds like a poem there. (laughs) Are you thinking there must be more to life than this? These are some things that I hear often from the women that I help is just, it's kind of like on paper, everything looks like my life should be great, but there's something missing. I'm not fulfilled. And this happened to me. There was a time in my life that again, everything on paper, it was like everything I thought I ever wanted. I had it, but I realized that I wasn't living my best life. I wasn't really happy or fulfilled or at peace and I really wasn't like living with a purpose or a vision and I just didn't I didn't really realize it I was just surviving right just being a mom of young kids and so when I did finally realize it I threw up a prayer to God for help and God sent me help but not in the way I would have imagined instead of sending me some help with maybe the housework or a babysitter for the kids or an assistant for my business or even a lavish vacation, he sent me a writing assignment. Can you believe that guy? He sent me work. I'm praying for help and he sends me more work. But of course, we all know he knows best. And so I took the work. I took the writing assignment. And guess what? It changed the trajectory of my life completely. I was asked to write an article for a parenting magazine about how moms can get everything done that they need to, but still have time and energy for themselves. And as I wrote the article, I was interviewing life coaches to get the answers. Well, needless to say, I loved what the life coaches had to say. And in fact, I hired one and that is how I learned to go from surviving to thriving in life. This one decision changed my entire life. I learned that I am in charge of my own happiness 
and that I have to take responsibility for it and go after it. And that happiness isn't just going to come to me. I'm not sure why I thought that it would. I just thought if we go after and get all the things that we want, that we'll feel the way we want. But it just wasn't really true. And so I learned three steps. I broke it down into kind of three primary steps to take to really start living my life. Number one, I learned that I had to get to know myself better because we all kind of forget who we are once we have kids. Number two, I had to make room in my life for the things that I loved. And number three, I needed to be intentional each and every day with both my personal and professional life. And so here's a little peek about what each of those areas looked like for me. Getting to know myself better meant exploring what my God-given gifts are and how I could apply them to motherhood and marriage in my career. I was able to gain so much love for myself by focusing on what my gifts are instead of what my shortcomings are. I find that so often in life, we are focusing on what is wrong with us, what needs fixing. This is a stressful and unhappy place to live. By focusing on what our gifts are and how we can use them in our lives, It shifts our energy and brings us peace and joy and fulfillment. It fills us up from the inside out. Speaking of joy and fulfillment, the next step for me in there was taking some time to discover what I enjoy doing. (laughs) As moms, we often put all of this on the back burner while we take care of our families, right? We don't have time to take care of us. But as you probably know, this leads to burnout, exhaustion, unhappiness, just like staleness in life. We need to ask ourselves, what do I like? What makes me feel good? And then incorporate more of that into our lives. For me, this led to so much more happiness in life and peace, and eventually even a rewarding, soul-filling career change. This is when I changed my career from public relations to life coaching. And so this is something that I work on with my clients now. You'd be surprised how much better this can help you feel. So many of my clients are so quick to tell me about all of their shortcomings and all the things going wrong. And so my job is to help them train their brain to be focusing on their gifts and the positive things and the things that they're doing right. You will be so surprised how much better this alone can help you feel. And so the second phase of going from surviving to thriving is learning how to identify and let go of toxic activities and relationships that drain your energy. So for me, I took a look at my daily and weekly activities and the people that I interacted with, and I looked at situations that that made me feel depleted instead of energized. And I learned that I needed to let go of those things or those people and that it was okay. That we all have things in our lives that we hold on to because we think we need to for some reason. Maybe it's a person who's been in your life a long time or a volunteer activity that you have done for a long time. We really need to look at these things and ask ourselves, does this bring me joy and energy? Does this help me be a better version of me? Is this an expression where God is bringing the best out of me? 
for me what I learned and what you can learn through a careful and prayerful analysis is that there might be things in your life that you no longer need to hold on to. And this will allow you to lovingly release it so you can make the space in your life for what would actually make you happy. You know, we just tell ourselves all these stories about why we can't walk away from things. But they're just that. They're stories. I want you to examine them. Look at them. Are they really true? Do these things really need to be in your life if they're sucking your energy? And then, in the wise words of Elsa the Snow Queen, let it go. (laughs) I won't sing for you. That would be very scary. So the third phase of growth was learning how to design my days the way I wanted them to be. So many of us let life happen to us instead of letting us happen to our lives. We think that we're at the effect of whatever comes our way, but that's not really the truth and that's living a very reactive life, right? We wanna live a proactive life. So one of the things that I did was come up with a list of things that I love to do, things that make me happy. This list contained the things that I would love to do every day. It included things like journaling and praying and meditating, exercising and resting. Y'all know about my naps. It's no joke. (laughs) Sorry, I digress. Continuing on my little list there, spending one-on-one time with my children and connecting with one friend or family member each day. This was something for me that I learned um, as a bit of an introvert and then a stay-at-home mom with young kids. I really had to work on filling my soul and filling my heart by connecting with other other adult humans. <laughs> kids, you know, that can that can definitely fill your heart, but um, and I'm saying that and giving it attention because I find a lot of my clients have the same problem. And I think the pandemic has made that way worse. Um, so many of us are just, we're lonely. We're spending so much time alone. And that's not how God designed us. We're designed to be in relationship with people. And so um, if this message is something you needed to hear, I am going to assume that God asked me to give special attention to this little detail right here. So continuing on, what I learned about myself through this little process of going from surviving to thriving was that I was stuck in this mindset of work first, play later. And this was not working for me because all I ever did was work, right? The work of motherhood is never done, ever. And so when you live like this, it doesn't leave much time for things that you actually enjoy doing. And where I was at when I was kind of in this little crisis was I would wake up in the morning without a real sense of being excited about the day. You know, I was burnt out. And so learning to prioritize fun and enjoyment was transformational in all areas of my life. And this is another thing I talk to my clients about is on that little to-do list that you create every day or the calendar that you fill out for what you're going to do every day, we want to intentionally build pleasure and fun into our days so that we can experience fun and enjoyment and joy. So put your creativity hat on today. Where can you have some fun? Where can you do some things that you would love to do that would make you feel good? What could you put on your calendar today that would make you excited to get out of bed? Now, some days it's going to be, you know, a big thing. Like I'm going to go, you know, have dinner with friends. 
And other days, it might be a small thing, like I'm just going to light a candle today. That would make me feel really good. If it's if you're up north like me and it's dreary and stuff in the winter, like sometimes just lighting a candle, you know, makes you all the better, feel all the better. So my personal experience when I was working on this is that putting this joy and fun into my relationship, it was like a stress reliever. It really like permission to have fun relieved stress. And that made me happier in my marriage, in my motherhood, and in my career, all three areas. And in fact, during this time, I was still doing PR. I took on an adventurous little PR, that's public relations project. Um, It was something I got written up for in an international marketing and public relations book. And then I even won a prestigious public relations award for it. And I tell you this because the way I did that but was by working on my happiness. Me spending time working on my happiness is part of what created that result in my life because I can tell you that little project, it was adventurous and I might not have taken it on if I wasn't approaching my life with the aspect of, let's look at something fun. Let's look at adventure. How can I have more fun and enjoyment in my life? So my friends, this type of work cannot be understated. What is your life worth? What is your happiness worth? If you really want to be the best mother and wife possible, you've got to start with being the best you possible, with loving yourself, with taking time for yourself, learning about yourself. So good. I know it's easier said than done, and a lot of my clients You know, we have our sessions every week and we kind of look at what we can work on that week for them that's going to help pull them out of survival into thriving, that's going to give them energy and light them up. And it's so awesome. And even just this week, one of my clients I was talking to, her husband said, I'm so glad you're doing this work because like, I can tell that it's helping. And that's just one of many clients whose husbands say that and notice that. And so you you have to know it's not selfish when you take this time to work on you, that you will bless everyone in your life because of it. I promise. All right, if you need a little help with it, reach out to me. I can help you. In the meantime, remember, I have created that free ultimate guide to guilt-free self-care. You totally need to download that if you haven't because it will help get you on this path. And then don't forget to join the Life Design community on Facebook. Thank you, and I'll see you next time.